This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Welcome back to the Bet Rivers Cricket Show. How's that with me, Ed Hawkins, pro picker, joined as ever by former odds compiler and pro picker himself, John Wright. How are you doing, John? Yeah, not too bad, Ed. Thank you, yourself. Yeah, um, good. It's another World Cup special for you on the Bet Rivers Cricket Show. How's that? We've got three more matches to go through for you to find the best picks for some cracking games. England versus South Africa, India versus New Zealand, and then Pakistan versus Afghanistan. We're also going to have a look at the futures market as well. Um, tournament, thank goodness, has really hotted up because we've had some upsets and we dearly love some more. As uh, as pickers, uh, John, I just want to read out the Bet Rivers futures markets just to yep. get some uh, views from you on this. All subject to change, of course, because we've got games going on all the time. All the time, but India absolutely running away with it. Plus one one five favourites. Um, unbeaten so far. New Zealand, the only other unbeaten side, at plus five hundred. Australia, who have had a big collapse in their price by not really doing much. I didn't have other teams mucking things up, really. Australia, plus 525. South Africa have come to down to earth with an absolute crash, plus 575. Lost to the Dutch. All that confidence in their side has completely evaporated. England, say the same. Lost to Afghanistan to light the touch paper in this tournament, plus 850. Pakistan, plus 1,200. That price we know is going to change because they're going to be playing whilst this pod is coming out. Playing Australia, they could well lose that game. Uh, but even so, um, John, it's odd, isn't it, that Pakistan need to win four games and they basically get to the semi-finals, but England need to win five. Um, yet Pakistan are the biggest price as we record. What's your view on some of those prices? Yeah, I mean, I I, I don't fancy England at all. Um, I think England's bowling's been very, very poor. Um, we'll probably touch on that later in the show. I mean, India look by far and away, the best side in the tournament. Uh, their bowling, their balance of their bowling attack is by far the best. I think overall, we said it in the previous show, the bowling in this tournament has been disappointing. Um, but India have got the best balance. They've got quality spin and their seam. I mean, Boomer is definitely the best bowler in the tournament at the moment. So I think they've got all bases covered. I agree with you. I mean, there's a key game, key game uh, coming up, which... Uh, is Australia versus Pakistan. I think that's a, a real sort of like, that's going to determine a lot going forward because Pakistan, if they actually win that game, you'd almost fancy them to qualify for the semi-finals, wouldn't you, um, Ed? Because they've only lost one game. They, they, they got into quite a strong position against India. They were 152 for two and, uh, and they just capitulated. So I actually, out of the two sides, I you'd, you'd think get those prices plus 1,200 Pakistan I actually think that's probably the smidgen of value in that futures market. Although I think that India should win it, really. I think, you know, you're going to have to look to, for them to have an off day. 
for them in the knockout stages for them to 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 lose this World Cup. They do look head and shoulders the best side in the tournament. Yeah, India basically in the in the, in the semi finals. Yeah. Um, they only need to win two more games, um, and they haven't played the Dutch yet, uh, and also a dreadful Sri Lanka side. Um, yeah. England, as we've mentioned, have got to win five from six. We'll talk about whether they get one of those wins against South Africa in a second. But um, South Africa, Sri Lanka, India, Australia, Netherlands and Pakistan is how they finish. Um, John, just very quickly, do they make the semi-finals? Do they win five of those games? England? Yeah. No, I think England I think England will slip up another couple. Of, the reason I say that is that I think they're carrying too many people. At the moment, in that squad, I mean, Chris Wokes looks um, away from home. I think we've always um, sort of like suspected this. If you look at his stats, he's a different bowler from the guy that was man the match in the a uh, man of the series in the Ashes series at home against Australia. Away from home, he's looked like fodder. Sammy Curran's been very very disappointing. Usually, been very very trustworthy. He's proved himself in IPL, but in this tournament, he's bowled terrible, especially at the death. Topley's carrying a little bit of an injury. He's going to be key. Wood, can Wood bowl the 10 overs? And then you look at the spin. I mean, Dilly Rashid's bowled quite well, hasn't he? Bowled quite well in the last game. But then you're relying on the likes of um, Livingston, who bowled well in the last game. But can he do that on a consistent level? Moeen Ali's in and out of the side. So I just think that England at the moment don't look world champions. And, and let's be honest about it, Ed. They're world champions, but they're not subcontinent world champions. I think they're a totally different side in India, and I think they've been um, they've been exposed already twice in this tournament. And I think with that fixture list that you just said there, do I think they'll lose another couple of games? I think they probably will. Yeah, you don't you don't see them beating India for 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 a kickoff. The other thing you got to mention about England is that they came into this tournament winning fifty two percent of their games. In the last two years, it's a big old study sample. Now they've got to win five from six. So they've got to they've got to improve in a very, very short space of time by an absolute massive amount. Um, so I suspect that John is right. I think England's campaign is probably over, could even be over by the time they play their penultimate game against the Dutch. Um, but look, we'll get on to games now. We'll find some best picks for you, including England versus South Africa Saturday from Mumbai. Uh, Bet Rivers money line for you. England minus one three seven. South Africa plus one ten. Now, you could say that um, John was surprised to see England favourites uh, for this game, but uh, South Africa, of course, have lost to the Dutch. <laughs> the caveat being that England were favourites before they even lost to the uh, Netherlands. So, um, simple question: Who's who's going to win the game, or rather, who's the who's the who's the wrong price here? Uh, I, I think I, I don't know whether there's a wrong price. I think England probably should be slight favourites because South Africa in that Dutch game were very disappointing. It wasn't just the result; it was the fact that they had the Dutch 112 for six, and their their bowling at the back end was appalling. They bowled 32 wides. They let a number 10 batsman. You know, put on sixty for, for seventy for the last last couple of wickets. How they they got to two hundred and forty five was was unbelievable, really. Um, so that would worry me. So I think you're looking at two sides here with a probably average bowling attacks. You know, and I think um, that's probably why England are probably just slightly favourites. Um, I couldn't have a bet on the um, on the outright. I will probably look at some of the derivatives because I think possibly there there could be an angle there 
with 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 certain um, you know types of bowlers in the in these particular games, especially with England, because I think if you look at the Bet Rivers betting for top bowler in this match from an England perspective, they've got people like Wokes and Curran very very short. I'd be surprised if both of them play it to be honest with you, because they've been very very poor in this tournament, and you would expect them to play Ben Stokes. So I would expect Ben Stokes to come into the side for probably Sammy Curran. And I don't think Wokes will play either. So I think there's probably a little bit of, bit of value in the England top bowler. Okay, so you don't you think they're going to pack their pack the batting rather than yeah. um uh, so Brook plays for you? I think Brook plays, and I think they'll probably try and get Moen into the side as well. I think it's a question whether Topley's going to be fit because he had a little bit of thigh twinge in the previous game. Um, but you you're right, it's a it's a must win. It's a must win game. So I would expect probably if if Stokes is fit, I mean, what is the point? I mean, what is the point of him coming out to retirement and not playing? I mean, I think even if he's half fit, he, he's got to play in this game, hasn't he, Ed? So I would expect him to come in for for Sammy Curran. I don't think I don't think Curran deserves to be in the side at the moment. He's disappointed with both bat and ball, and also Wokes. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me with where, where Moeing comes in the side and and they and they play three spinners. I mean. England's bowling at the start of the innings has been very poor and at a death. I wouldn't rule out England opening with spin against um, the South Africans. You know, maybe open with a, you know, with a Moen or maybe even a Joe Root to sneak a couple of overs in early because England at the start have been awful. But so have South Africa. I mean, you've, you've stated it a couple of times. South Africa's bowling is going to be their letdown in this tournament. It's weak. It misses Nokia. Uh, their, and their spin options of Maharaja and Shamsi are not top drawer, are they? So I think South Africa, I mean, they could sneak into the semi-finals, but I think their bowling probably is going to let them down at the end, Ed. It they could well collapse from this point after that defeat by the Dutch. That 2-4-5 doesn't sound that much, but it's a reduced overs game. It's worth about 280, 290 probably in real money. And, you know, and you could well have seen them getting up to, you know, the 300 mark if it was a, it was a 50 over game, um, the Dutch. So... Uh, a real um, problem for South Africa. We mentioned it in all of our shows, the worst economy rate in the tournament last two years, worst economy rate than any other team. And it will come back to the bite. It will come back to bite them. Um, and to that end, something for him play. If we get a flat wicket in Mumbai, and we may well do, we've seen runs scored here in IPL. There is some movement for seam and swing early on. However, um, you can, you know, these pitches probably bar Chennai, Maybe a little bit of a two-paced surface at Delhi that we saw most recently, but they all look pretty much the same. They look like batting wickets. Um, you could well see England chasing something big here to win this game um, because of that South Africa bowling. Don't rule out um, the opposition when South Africa batted first and put something big on the on the table, so to speak. Um, John just mentioned some of those prices on top England bowler. Um, Players coming into the side, Moeen Ali plus 500. Um, Gus Atkinson could well be a runner at plus 400, but um, Adil Rashid has the best return rate of anybody at plus 300. Top wicket taker for you for South Africa, um, Jiso Rabada plus 250. Uh, Shamsu is second favourite at 275, but we don't expect him to play. Uh, Lungi Nagidi is an absolute out and out wicket taker, but we'll, we'll go around the park plus 350. I wonder if Kishav Maharaj might be value at plus 375, given that England have had issues against spin. 
any any strong thoughts on bowler um and you also have a Give me some insight on top run scorer because I can give you some prices on those. Yeah, well, I, I on the England bowl, I think there's a bit of an angle there. I mean, in the previous game, I mean, Liam Livingston bowled very, very well. I mean, he he got two for thirty odd in his ten overs. I mean, Liam he bowls he bowls off spin and leg spin, doesn't he? And, it, and when it's coming out quite nicely, he's he's quite a, he's quite a, um, a potent bowler. Um, not necessarily economical, but he'll he could take wickets. I thought plus eight hundred. In in, a, in an England bowling attack, if you actually look down it, as you say, Dilly Rashid bowled very well in the middle, middle overs in the last game, but the rest of them, I mean, Wokes, Curran, um, I mean, Wood Wood will probably get you wickets at the death, you know, bowling with express pace. But I thought that was a big price. I, I, there's no reason for me to suggest that Livingston won't bowl his ten in 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 this particular game. So I thought plus eight hundred Liam Livingston for top England bowler was a was far too big. Uh, on the batting side, I, I can see I can see South Africa getting off to a start. I agree with what you say there, Ed. In Mumbai, it does do a little bit for the seamers early doors. I think England seamers at the moment are in. You know, I mean, Wokes is is in poor form. I'd be interested to see who, who actually opens the bowling. So it wouldn't surprise me to see South Africa get off to a flyer. So. I would go for Quinton de Kock. Already got two centuries in the tournament. I think plus two seven five for him. Uh, bearing in mind that he should outscore Bavuma in that opening stand, I would look for him. So he'd be my bet for top uh, South African batter plus two seven five. Okay, Quinton de Kock uh, plus one hundred to hit a six with Bet Rivers has some interest. Uh, they also go minus one three four. There is a century in the match. Doesn't matter what innings. A um, couple of players to follow in terms of form uh, on the head-to-heads. These guys, Butler, ex- absolutely excellent record against South Africa in the last four years. He's plus 400 with Bet Rivers for top England run scorer. Uh, so that's a 20% implied probability. Um, and we know Butler wins at about 24%. So you've got a 4% edge there. Rassi van der Dussen, two tons in the last four years against England. Um so could go really well. And I've just picked out his uh, player performance at 35.5 overs at minus 118. So that's one point per run, 10 per catch, uh, 20 per wicket. We don't expect him to bowl. Um, that's why it's um, such a low quote. But I think that might be one to follow. Um, John, do you want to go for your best pick now for this game? Yeah, I'll go with Liam Livingston just for the value. I think that's a big price at plus 800. So my bet for this game... I think you're right, Ed. I mean, I think if you look at the the, the head-to-heads, I mean, England have have had a good record over South Africa over the recent years and probably deserve to be slight favourites off the back of that disappointing South Africa game against the Dutch. Would I back England odds on? No. Yeah, I'll look for derivative in this game. I like Johnny Bairstow and Joe Root um, for top England. I like Quinton de Kock uh, for top batter for South Africa. But my main bet in this particular fixture will be Liam Livingston, top England wicket-taker at plus 800. OK, top run scorer for South Africa is Decock, plus 275. Um, as we mentioned, those are John's best picks for you. My best pick is that Rassi van der Dussen bet, player performance over 35.5, minus 118. Great record against England. Uh, we're going to move on to two more games. We've got India versus New Zealand on Sunday from Dam Salah. And then we've also got Pakistan versus... Afghanistan from Chennai and um, we'll 
get best picks and views for those matches in a second. Bit of housekeeping, though, please. At Because We Win, give us a follow on X across um, all sports covered there. So you can win not just on cricket. Uh, give us some love on the podcast provider of your choice, please. And give John Wright a follow at John Wright 15 and myself at Cricket Betting on X, formerly known as Twitter. Uh, right, there we go. India versus New Zealand. Um, 100% record of these two teams. One of them will go here. Bet Rivers, as you expect, say it will be New Zealand's 100% record to go. New Zealand plus 188. India minus 240. In an ODI series earlier this year in India, India won 3 0. And John, uh, we mentioned at the top of the show that India are just looking ominous. Um, this will probably be um, India's biggest test so far because New Zealand have been, have been solid. But the Darren Salah surface probably suits them because the ball has been flying to all parts. It looks a good batting wicket. Um, there's not been a huge amount for, for the bowlers, have they? Has there? But although saying that, it's not a great spinning wicket either. What's what's your view on this game? No, I thought game? runs. I thought runs. I thought I thought there'd be a, it'd be a lot of runs, and and I think it'll boil down to, you know, our New Zealand cap- capable of, of 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 getting the the big runs against the Indian bowling attack, who's 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 bowling attack is 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 far superior than New Zealand's. I mean, New Zealand have played very well. They won their four games. But I just think India just, I mean, the fact that they've had that couple of games where they were in a hole, especially against Australia, they were three down for two runs, ended up winning that game convincingly. And the Pakistan game, as I said earlier, you know, they were 152 for two Pakistan and they were probably edging towards favouritism for that game. And then once India got into them, the couple of wickets, you know, Rohit brought Burma back, you know, totally blitzed them. Uh, I think India. I think India will win this game. Um, it's a shame that um, uh, Kane Williamson's is not going to obviously not going to be fit for New Zealand. He'll be back for the the latter stages of the competition, which I think is actually good for New Zealand because, as you said, they're they're almost guaranteed of a semi final berth at the moment. So even if they lose to India, I don't think it's going to affect their progression in this particular tournament. So I just think with India, the fact that they went unchanged today suggests to me that they're going to. You know they're not going to rest anyone. They're just going to go full pelt. You know, try and go through the tournament undefeated, especially being at home. So I expect India to win this game. As you say, uh, the the venue, you know, smells like it's runs, doesn't it? Um, and I can see there being a big score, and it'll just be a case of um, the Indian bowling attack being a little bit too strong for the New Zealand um, um, batters. So yeah, for me. Not, I won't be back in India at minus 240, but I do think they'll win the game. Yeah, you probably get minus 134 with Bet Rivers for another century in this match. That's a price to keep an eye on. Uh, India likely to have to leave out Hardik Pandya because he's picked up a little bit of an injury oh, in that game against... Um, uh, who was it? It was today. can't even remember who it was against. Um, uh, but he, he's not likely to play. So that Afghanistan. Means- yeah, Afghanistan. Oh, sorry, yeah. Bangladesh, 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 Bangladesh. There we go. Uh, yeah. Surakama Yadav expected to come into the yeah. team, um, and they may well, because of that change up, uh, give Shadal Thakura a rest and bring in Mohammed Shami to uh, bolster their bowling. So, a couple of uh changes there, but we don't think that really weakens them a huge amount. Um, they didn't miss, they didn't miss having a six bowling option against uh, Bangladesh. Yeah. Um, 
any other picks for you, John, for this one? I've got a I've got a strong fancy on uh, top India run scorer. If I'll just have a wibble about that. Gill expecting to be plus two seven five top India about four hundred and sixty eight runs in his six matches against the Kiwis. Averages one hundred and seventeen. I think that's rock solid, and that'd be my absolute best pick. Uh, looking ahead, John, uh, with your crystal ball to what prices might be, what where would you be putting your money? Uh, I I'd say probably. It's probably pretty predictable, but I'll be looking at Bumrah, um, Bumrah to um, uh, be top Indian bowler. Um, even though the wickets have been fairly well shared throughout the tournament so far for India, he's been by far the most, um, you know, um, attacking bowler. He's been very economical, um, and also, as I say, I think he he's the most likely bowler to get wickets. So I would probably back Bumrah. Probably, I imagine he'll be something like plus um, 275, plus uh, 300 for the top Indian bowler. That, that'll that be my selection. Uh, regarding New Zealand, I mean, probably might be a bit of value in someone like a Phillips or a, or, or a Mitchell uh, uh, in, in that middle order. Um, but as I say, I, I don't think there'd be much surprise in the price. Maybe even someone like, if you're looking at a player index uh, pick, maybe someone like Mitchell Santner that, I would imagine he'll probably get a bat, won't he, um, um, Ed? Because yeah. you'd expect India to to take wickets, and and he'll bowl his he'll bowl his allocation, and he's a cracking fielder. I mean, he took an unbelievable catch in in the last game. So, if you're if you're looking for a, um, a bit of interest on the game, uh, maybe buying uh, Mitchell Santner's performance in the game, where he'll probably contribute in all three disciplines. I won't put anyone off of that. Okay, good stuff. Uh, Pakistan versus Afghanistan comes from Chennai. Uh, Pakistan minus 375, very hot favourites for this one. Afghanistan plus 275. We don't know what Pakistan have done against Australia because this pod is going into production just as they get ready to play that game. Um, so we have to be careful about that. But Chennai is a very spin-friendly um, wicket and actually you'd probably have expected Afghanistan to do a bit better against New Zealand there than they did. Uh, John, a bit disappointed by Afghanistan because they were crushed really in that game. They were, they were. I mean, to get bowled out so cheaply, well, they get bowled out for one three nine or something like that. I mean, um, I expected them to be a lot more competitive, especially at that venue. Uh, I mean, the, that that, that three pronged uh, spin attack of Nabi, uh, Rashid, and Majib, you'd expect them to be a little bit more competitive than that game, but they weren't. So uh, it was a bit disappointing, and also. If you actually look at Pakistan's record against Afghanistan, I think it's quite dominant, isn't it? I think they've they've, they've, they've never lost. They've never lost. Never, never lost them. And I, yeah, I think the last year, I think they played each other in a three-match series in August. And as you say, I think Pakistan won three 0 So um, yeah, I mean, everyone's sort of been very very critical of Pakistan in this World Cup so far. But if you actually look at it, you know, they were in a strong position against India. Okay, India won convincingly in the end, but I think India were just very, very ruthless in that game. And they've won their other two fixtures. So, as I say, I mean, I know we're talking before we know the result of the Australia game, but I think if if Pakistan do do beat Australia, it wouldn't be surprised if if they go on a run and, and end up qualifying for the semi-finals. And I, I expect them to beat Afghanistan. I think Afghanistan have had their one victory against England, um, which, uh, yeah, I mean... England, England did everything wrong in that game, didn't they? I know, I know, I know. Afghanistan deserved the result, and they played very well. You know, their bowlers bowled well, and and they ended up getting what two eighty, whatever it was. But you know, England. Be honest with you, England. When England won the toss in that game, they should have batted. 
they'd have batted Afghanistan out of the game and we we wouldn't even smelt a shock. But I mean, England done everything wrong at Delhi um, and uh, and Afghanistan got the result. I don't see that happening against Pakistan, even though, as you say, Ed, in Chennai, you'd expect um, it assists the, the spin bowlers. Yeah. Uh, players to follow because these teams have met recently um, in an ODI series and uh, three games. Of course, Pakistan won all of them. They won two of them convincingly and then won a very narrow one-wicket win. Um, but uh, Harris Rav has formed against um, this Afghanistan batting lineup uh, a five for in one of those games. And he does have the best return rate of any Pakistan bowler. So if we're getting plus 300... Uh, for top Pakistan wicket taker, Inshar Afridi will be the favourite, but Ralph has the better win rate or return rate on that market, so he will be value. Imam and Babar two fifties apiece in that uh, three-game uh, study sample against on the head-to-head that I mentioned, and Gerbaz as well. Afghanistan opener got one hundred and fifty in that close encounter, so players to follow there. John, just finish this one off for me. If there's one pick that you have to have with a gun to your head right now, what, what do you think it might be? I'd probably look, in this particular game, I'd probably look in the Afghanistan bowling department because I think a lot of these bookmakers, they, they price up Rashid um, too short for ODI cricket. I think the value lies uh, not just in the, the other bowl, the other two spin bowlers in Mujib who who possibly could open the bowling and 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 Nabi, who bowled very, very, he bowled very well against England, but also the two seamers, um, uh, Navid El Haq and um, and uh, Faruqi, I think you know they're two very good bowlers. I mean that'll be their that'll be their five bowlers, won't won't it, Ed? So I think I would steer away from uh, Rashid Khan in ODI cricket. I think his price is too short, and probably look for some value elsewhere. Someone like possibly Faruqi. Yeah, John Wright's absolutely right. Faruqi has the best return rate, superior to Rashid Khan in the last two years, and he's due as well. He's due to return. So he could well be valued around about plus 400 with Bet Rivers. There you go. That's the Bet Rivers cricket show. How's that done for another week of World Cup action? We'll be back soon as the games come thick and fast. Another chunk of matches uh, coming your way on the podcast provider of your choice very, very soon. And we'll see you next time.